Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Brian Michael Bendis, uh, Mark Bagley, Trevor Harrison, Mark Brooks, Stuart Eminem, David LaFuente, Takeshi Miyazawa, Rafa Sandoval, Sarah Pacelli, Chris Somney, Joel Jones, Jamie McKelvey, Scotty Young, Gabriel Hardman, Brian Hitch, Lee Garbett, Steve Kurth, Eric Muyen, Carlo Pagulian, Salvador LaRocca, Clayton Crane, Luke Ross, Billy Tan, Mitch Breitweiser, Dave Marquez, Pepe Larraz, and David Messina's Ultimate Spider-Man. And uh, we are in a post-cataclysm world, which for some reason feels a lot more positive than the post-ultimatum world. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Eric Azana, and I am joined by the only two men who I would trust to get embroiled in a conspiracy of an undying goblin man and being drafted into a seedy underworld while also being uh, simultaneously a secret secret sleeper agent for a secret agency. First off, he's the man who seemingly cannot die. It's Jacob Brown. My boy, I killed my boy (laughs) (laughs) and he's the man with a plan with a lot of explaining to do mostly in two-part flashbacks it's malcolm russell nelson listen everybody has a past and i have a past just like anybody else it's just that my past is different than your past it's not the past of five minutes ago or the past of 35 minutes ago. It's not even the past of yesterday or the past of two days ago or the past of last week or the past of the last time that we recorded this was a week and a half ago. It's the past of the past. Deep. I want everyone <laughs> who has ever given me shit for that bit to now eat Malcolm's butthole because now <laughs> Malcolm is also on the, on the train. He has been absorbed into the bit. He is now one with the bit. In elementary school, they teach you that if someone's calling you a bad name, you just call yourself that bad name before they can call you that bad name, and it takes away the power from them. I feel like that's that a really I don't I don't technique. feel like that works. No, that's absolutely why I started calling myself the N-word a lot. A oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are your intrepid hosts for uh, the Geek Explained Book Club, and we have just completed Cataclysm, possibly the end of the Ultimate Universe. Ooh. We're getting to that. But this yeah. week, oh, we boy. are tackling issues oh. 1 through 12 of Miles Morales' The Ultimate Spider-Man. And this is it! This is the uh, last chapter inside the Ultimate Universe, and we are beginning the march to the end of this season of the Geek Explain Book Club. Um, this has been wild, guys. Man. We are we are over two hundred issues of comics in this season. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, we're entering further stretch. than. We've gone further than Invincible now. Yeah. Most significantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure did. This is the big one. Mm -hmm. This is the big one. Uh, But yeah, we are looking at Miles Morales' continuing adventures. He's got top billing now on the the comic book page. He's Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man. And you got to love it. You got to love it. You got to love it. Oh, so good. So good. And this is him really taking the spotlight 
though that may be disputed a couple times in this yep. in this episode. These 12 issues are packed. And we we're talking about this before we uh before we went on mic. Uh this whole 12 issue run is a roller coaster if I have ever seen one. Would you say it's a fucking bombshell? It's a fucking <laughs> bombshell. And I'm not censoring that one because it's not part of their her intro. Um, yeah, this thing's this thing's wild. Genuinely wild. Uh, we have Bendis and Marquez back continuing their uh, reign of dominance. And uh, it feels correct. Yes. It feels oh, correct. It's real good. At the end of everything. It feels good. Mm-hmm. They so, they're even in the book. We'll talk about that too. Yes, they are. Yes, they so let's, are. Let's go ahead and dive into this. Uh, chapter one of Miles Morales: The Ultimate Spider-Man. We cut to secret Shield containment facility with a man who I swear to God was like, was like Genki's dad. G- uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a Shield agent. Uh, Shield has been. Uh, basically shut down, so everything's getting liquidated. And uh, this guy in a suit is here to uh, transfer a prisoner to a federal prison. And as we come to find out, that prisoner is Norman Osborne. I thought I was done <laughs> with this fucking guy. Nope, that's the point. I thought I was done. With this, I uh, see. No. and What's... you know how I know that Bendis <laughs> retroactively wrote this to fuck with me. The shape of his containment prison. <laughs> what is the shape? What is the shape? It's a fucking circle. God damn it. It's a fucking circle. I am so done with Bendis. I hate him. I hate him so much. He did he, last week. He did what he did to me. And this week he brought back more fucking circles. I mean, no, no, there's no, do not Seriously. defend him. Do not defend him. Do not defend him. That is your toxic trait, is that you continue to defend <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis, even and when he does things that physically hurt me. First off, that's not my toxic trait. Uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, listen, it's just a part of life. And death. Stop. The circles of stop, life. Stop. Yeah. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, listener, this is going to be the last episode of the Geek Explained Book Club and possibly the last episode of Geek Explained ever. So, hope you enjoyed the ride. The blood is just pouring out of Eric's nose right now. Just nose, my ears, I'm stigmataing out my eyes. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this shield, this plucky shield agent goes to give one last punch to Rick Grimes. I mean, uh, Norman Osborn. He does look pretty uh, Rick Grimes. He looks You're ridiculously correct. like like season correct. five Rick Grimes. You're right. Like you right know, before uh, they get to Sanctuary, he's got the bushy beard. Yeah. He, he also kinda <laughs> he kinda also reminds me of the uh, what was it, the the Gravitar? Gravitator? Graviton. Uh, oh, Graviton. Yeah, Graviton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that if in they had the, not uh, said 
Yeah. In in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yes. Yeah. 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 If yeah. they didn't say Norman Osborn, I was like half thinking that that's who it There's was. There's Graviton. That'd be yeah. sick. There he is again. It's like, oh, uh, we then cut to Brooklyn, where uh, two men are transporting something, and they are beset upon by not one, but two Spider-Men. Uh, we do not know who these guys are. Uh, they are in super high-tech uh, suits that seem to give them uh, Spider-Man-like abilities, mostly if, agility and strength. If I may, they are wearing what is looks exactly like a new skin that Soldier 76 has in Overwatch 2. 100%. 100%. It's, either a, skin. it's either a Soldier 76 skin or a Genji skin. <laughs> there, is, there is a new Soldier skin that looks exactly like this. Down to the eyes. So Marquez <laughs> is an Overwatch fan. We all know so, <laughs> yeah, He yeah. also predicted the future. Like, he did. I kind of thought these were like the new Beatles, actually. That's they, kind of very similar in design, yeah. Kind yeah. of what in my head, that's kind of what it is. That yeah. Uh, we then cut to not too far away at Brooklyn Visions Academy, where uh, Miles and Katie are getting their Mac on mm-hmm. in the hallway, mm-hmm. like uh, like good <laughs> soap opera high school kids. Uh, and Miles is like, "Hey, uh, nice to see you." And she's like, "Yeah, where were you?" And he's like, "Oh," and we get a quick cut to the new ultimates he's like i was hanging out with Ultimate. all my hot friends <laughs> <laughs> he's like sorry, sorry i was hanging I was... out with the hottie squad it's true he's the only sorry, one i was hanging out like... with all the theater kids my bad yeah exactly <laughs> oh yeah same oh, yeah boy. i i still i love this team if they bring this team back i will be a happy happy boy it's a great oh, team this uh, is what the new defenders should be that's yes, kind of what 100 percent. like yeah yeah uh, so we also find out that it's been a little bit of time since Cataclysm and Jefferson Davis has not returned. Jefferson has been gone. Miles has looked for him, um, but he is still haunted by the last exchange they had. Uh, Katie really wants to be there for him, but she feels like he's keeping something from her, which he is. And we see uh, the introduction of this principal who... I don't know if we ever learn her name, but she seems to have a weirdly vested interest in Miles and his father. And so, uh, yeah, gonna, I don't like her. Yeah, I, I don't. Her name I don't is love Karen. Her. Look at her, her haircut. You're not wrong. Uh, so she dismisses them back to class. We cut to Long Island Expressway, where uh, the federal agents are transporting Norman Osborn, and uh, he blows the fuck up. Like, he <laughs> destroys this transport, and you see him fucking rising out of the uh, out of the fire like a demon from hell. Seriously. So listen, listen. Bagley, who designed, you know, the previous four iterations of Ultimate Green Goblin, drew him like crazy good. Yes. But Jesus, does Dave Marquez just put his whole ass in it. Holy like, fuck, does he? <laughs> Like, Dave Marquez yeah. should be the only person to draw that design. Incredible. Like, he looks terrifying. Side, <laughs> side note, by the way, uh, just from this, I was like, David Marquez needs to do a 
uh, Etrigan, Etrigan demon demon yeah. uh, like comment yes. like that needs to be yeah. a thing with I him be now. I need. I've wanted yesterday. that for a while because yeah, this is just the perfect Etrigan. <laughs> like yep. this, totally this is the moment I recognized that last panel in the bottom right there. That was it. I was like, Oof. oh my god, he's fucking. He's a he's fucking Etrigan right now. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Genki's house where we see that uh, Genki has the hots for uh, for dagger. Uh, Understandable. I get it, but also. Last week, what was the point? What was the point, Bendis? What, what was the point of that friendly kiss? What are you talking about? It, you, like kiss. you said, it was a friendly kiss. They spent some time in France, and <laughs> it was a friendly kiss. <laughs> it was just a little I can't with you. I can't with you. Uh, so You said it yourself. They're, they're comparing notes, and Miles wants to tell Katie that he's Spider-Man. Genki thinks it is a terrible idea. And Miles decides, I want to, I'm going to talk to the person who has the most experience with this, which means Miles goes to meet with the girl who waited. Mary Jane Watson, the, uh, the authority on telling your significant other, your secret identity. And there is an exchange that I feel like was a personal attack because Miles is like talking to Mary about this. And he's like, like how soon did he like tell you he was Spider-Man? She's like pretty, pretty soon into it. And he's like, are you glad he did? She's like, yeah. He's like, were the, was there like any downsides? And then it just cuts to Mary Jane getting (laughs) thrown off the bridge. <laughs> and she's just like it had its ups and downs. And you just hear just I uh I I can't like legitimately like a personal attack on me, like for that all of that trauma. It's, it's like th- this whole volume is just him making fun of my pain. And so yeah. We and, and we're gonna get into it again later because I have a bone to pick with him. Uh, but... Of course you do. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, hurtful. Uh, you hate the all, man. We all know it. I don't hate the man. I hate his actions. I hate the decisions he's made. Not all of them, but some very distinct ones. Hey, here's a really good quick decision. Uh, uh, the bangs on MJ look great. 10 out of 10. Uh, it wasn't his decision. It was Dave Marquez. Okay? No, I know. I know. I know. I was just trying to change. Okay, this is I'm talking about the toxic trait is every single time you come to his defense. But yeah, so uh, Mary J does look stunning. And she basically tells Miles like, hey, look. If you want to tell her your identity, that's your prerogative. Just be like taking back Sunday and make damn sure that this is the right decision for you. Very nice. Very clear. And so Miles uh, continues to try and figure out what to do. The Daily Bugle is running a a very, I would say, uh, leading headline about Spider-Man twins crime spree continues. And Miles gets back to his apartment to check like he does every day if his dad has shown up and he's not there surprise surprise 
And he hears a crunch. Here's someone rustling in his room. And he goes, opens the door, and finds not his dad waiting for him. It's Peter fucking Parker. Alive. With his stupid <laughs> hair. <laughs> I mean... Jonathan Taylor Thomas hair. Like First off... Ultimate Peter Parker is just Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's yes, an, you're yes, not wrong. At all. You're not wrong. Yes. At all. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and I'll be home for Christmas. Like that's exactly <laughs> how he looks. One hundred percent. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Hate it. That Hate is that. all it is. That's a very good call. Secondly, you had to realize that this was a possibility, right? I, how many times has Norman Osborn? Come? I this volume is purely just proving. Okay, Norman Osborn wasn't crazy. They are basically gods. He's immortal. We're gods. I hate. I okay. <laughs> I hate look. this too. So I, I am. So much. I'm reading up to this point, <laughs> and I turn the page, and there is our beautiful bouncing baby darling boy. But I feel nothing but contempt. <laughs> I just feel like, and that we, is good story. We finally got to the point. His name is on the book. Yeah. Miles Morales, exactly the ultimate Spider-Man. Yes, exactly. That's the point. Kid comes back. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the I point. Exactly. Also, as an aside, again, I feel like it has to be said. David LaFuente should be the only person drawing floppy hair at Peter Parker. It mm, just I I agree. Mm. I love the absolute 360 you came around on LaFuente. He's the greatest. Right? David LaFuente is a god to me. David LaFuente forever. He's, a, he's, he's got is he's now yeah. on my on my fucking Mount Rushmore of artists purely because yes. of last week. That is he is li- li- I, listeners go pick up a uh, Radiant Red, which is a gorgeous looking book. Do it that David LaFuente drew. <laughs> if I ever meet David LaFuente, I will kiss that man's cheeks. I will shake his hand like a gentleman, and I will oh, thank him you for the service. Yes, I spent time in France. I, I will have spent time in France oh. by the time I meet him. You will have uh, spent time in France. By the time <laughs> yeah. And I You'll will meet him, him in France. For the, yes, uh, I will thank him for Very the good. services he has rendered upon the world. Chapter two. I respect uh, that. Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, we cut over to our favorite great, setting. <laughs> yeah, these, these covers are These dynamite. covers are terrific. Yeah, I love especially this, I love the, the variant. Cover. This cover, yeah, immediately like for this issue, I think is very telling. Without telling what the issue is, yep, like yes. totally agree. That's smart. Uh, the only thing about the covers is that later on they start to spoil what happens in the books. Yes, yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. the cover yeah. for issue eleven spoils what's going on in the book. Oh boy, doesn't it? <laughs> like spoils. The- but we'll get there, and we'll get to that. For now, <laughs> we're returning to a very familiar setting. Again, I hate to fucking say it. Full circle. To Oi! Oi! We have returned to Oi, where uh, apparently uh, turning into the goblin gives Norman Osborn a shave and a haircut. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. two bits. I love it. He is (laughs) buck fucking naked, which we've established he is a little too comfortable being naked in public around people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see yeah. that he has entered himself into a hidden sanctum uh, filled with really bad shit, including hanging up on the wall 
the arms, the metal arms, the metal arms. <laughs> I, I like to think that. that this is this this room is basically the was it a post credit sequence or the end of Amazing Spider-Man yes. Two? The, the, <laughs> the, yeah, the ending of Where that. It's like, hey, this is everybody possible. <laughs> yeah, that's all this room is. I I kind of like to think of it as like a shrine or like a like a you know like a putting up like a moose's head up on a mantle like <laughs> way. This is oh when he I kind killed- of. He, he killed Doc Otto Ock. and he just posted up like a trophy. He's up, he's just yeah, like, exactly. Damn, that was good times. Yes, exactly. Times. That's how much of a sicko I think he is at this point. So I wouldn't be surprised. He like climbs up there and tickles one of like the claws just to be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then just hops back down. Like, like, <laughs> still fucking naked the entire time. He's still naked exactly. the whole time. He's yeah. a fucking weirdo. I just um, love that he like goblin giant stack of money. His little, <laughs> there's a giant his, stack for of no money reason. And he just pushes it over to do science. Real quick, real quick, Malcolm, join with me on Under the Belt real quick for a split second. Oh, yes, absolutely. Let's <sighs> Here we go. Belt. Welcome back to Under the Belt, a podcast within a podcast where Malcolm and Jacob get to simp o- over Norman Osborne, apparently. Yeah. Let's real go quick, under- what do you what do you think he's packing? What do you what do you think? Okay. What do you think all that smoke is actually covering? Like, are we talking like eight inches limp, or are we talking like something like Christ. like a micro penis? Like, like Jacob, I'm glad you asked because yeah, <laughs> okay. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, uh, good. I'm pretty certain there's nothing there anymore because of the goblin formula. And <laughs> all. That's why he's so comfortable with being naked because there's nothing oh there. Oh my he god, that's no what. Penis. That's why everyone's so frightened by just staring at him because it's just yes. like, oh my god, there's nothing there, and it's that's Norman Osborn. Yeah, he's just an action figure. Oh my god, that's so sad. No wonder he's like so bent up and frustrated. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: when he's talking about I killed my boy, not what you think. <laughs> not what you think. He's, he's like, I killed little Normie. I, called my, oh, I killed my, oh, boy. my little hobgoblin. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? Oh. <laughs> oh, God. That was below the belt. That was, that was below the belt. Uh, so we cut back to Miles' family's apartment. And Miles is having the exact same reaction I had reading this fucking comic. Uh, he's not, he's like, what the fuck? What? I can't, you, what? He squeezes his face, which is the universal sign of checking if someone's real or not. And, uh, the great way to find out Peter's immediately just like, Hey man, I know this is weird, but I want my web shooters back. And I'm like, fuck you. No, (laughs) those are Miles's. Those are Miles' web shoots. But boy, does this fit in with shitty Peter Parker. Boy, oh. doesn't it? Oh, this boy. is Ditko's Peter Parker. She's so like, oh, hey, yeah. you, you took like the only thing that kind of ties me to my dad, so I'd like that back. Fuck you. I didn't ask for you to be Spider-Man. Like, I didn't no. ask that. Th- th- this, is, this is like midway <laughs> through original Ultimate Spider-Man when he just starts being a dick for no reason. Yeah, yeah. He's in real Atreus mode. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, can I spoil? No, no, because I haven't played Ragnarok. No, I just met in the first one. We're <laughs> in the first yeah, one. He's, he's a that dick for like. Three he's like, hours. I'm a god. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kills someone. And then he kills someone. And everyone who Atreus is your sweet baby boy, your soft boy. He killed someone. Yeah. Live with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
unjustfully uh, killed someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's hilarious to me. First of all, because I have a big problem. Check this out. I do not think this should have been an issue because Miles canonically up to this point does not have Peter's original web shooters. He has the shield web shooters. Has the shield ones. Yes. Which means Peter is trying to take away his web shooters because he's a dick. Mm -hmm. Peter doesn't know that. You're right. He wouldn't know until he hits them and shoots out green webs that they weren't his. Ah! Right. <laughs> so uh, Peter is right into that wall. Every time. <laughs> right into it. And so uh, they have a little, uh, they have it out a little bit. Miles hits them with a little venom blast. Love that. And then Peter straight up wallops this kid. Kind of sick. Kind of sick. Just Kinda wallops sick. him upside the head. Hits him so hard he starts seeing like Cyclops. He just sees a red beam. <laughs> yeah, he punches him so hard he punches him into the punch dimension. <laughs> Miles wakes up. Web shooters are gone. And then he immediately has the same reaction that I had. He's yep. like, yes. Clone. 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 I love that five panels of him being clone and then him standing in the apartment just clone, clone. And him at the window <laughs> pulling on the mask and like, clone <laughs> him on the rooftop clone and then i just hear in, in my mind air. him off in the distance clone! <laughs> <laughs> off into the night that's someone's like shut the hell up that's like stan lee's voice you know don't make <laughs> me come up. down there you punk <laughs> uh so we cut back over to the spider twins uh the clones stop. Stop. that's the thing that's good storytelling that miles has this realization of like oh look it's a clone he's probably a clone and then we cut over really? to what at this point we're led to assume are just clones they might be they might just be really open uh that's so good. the that's two two spider-men uh take down uh these cops try to steal some stuff they are continuing to be bad people. Uh, Miles goes and just gushes to Genki about everything that's going on. Uh, they don't know what to do. They're not sure uh, how they're going to solve this. When all of a sudden, who rocks up? It's Katie, Kate Bishop. And she can tell something's up. Kate Bishop. And Miles just fucking goes for it. Which brings us to chapter three. And it cuts over to uh, perennial Charlie Brown, Ned Leeds, <laughs> who is uh, pitching. <laughs> hey, we should start the Spider-Man are still doing crimes. <laughs> They're still doing crimes, Jonah. And Jonah's like, yeah, we, we already fucking ran this. And then we get a wonderful piece of visual uh, gaggetry where uh, Jonah goes, don't show me blurry clips that are already online. Show me a story. I'm not spending one more second of our time on salacious half-truth headlines. I want the <laughs> whole story. And behind him is the Spider Menace piece that they ran way back when. <laughs> and there's just this silent panel of everyone like looking at each other and then at Jonah. He's like, I know what's behind me. Shut up. Show me story. And he's like, show me something I can use. And all of a sudden, 
your friend and mine. Mm-hmm. Ben Yurick mm-hmm. busts in. He's like, Norman Osborne is alive and on the loose. FBI is running around looking for him even as we speak. I have it confirmed. And he's like, yeah, see? Stories. <laughs> uh, we then cut to the police station. The Earths are converging. The Earths oh, yeah, are converging. Only yes, one will please. remain. We're all fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Now, am I correct in that this happened around Convergence? Uh, This would be... (sighs) No. Because this was 2015, wasn't it? Convergence is 2016. Are you sure? Convergence is 2016. It's March and April of 2016. Because Rebirth starts June of 2016. Right. Urgence takes place right before. Right before? Doesn't it? Am I, I, I wrong? I think it's right before. Wasn't it? Because hmm. don't because we have Convergence, and Convergence is supposed to lead to DCU, Y-O-U. Because that gives us the, uh, the oh. Superman Truth run. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, then this... Heavy... Then, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So Convergence is still 2015. But this is still before that because 2015, because Convergence and Secret Wars are about to go at the same time-ish. Yeah, they're roughly around the same time, I think. So the last two issues of this will take place or will be coming out right at the same time as Convergence. Right. I do remember that because I remember the cover to issue 12. So this is before that, but this is still during Hickman's Avengers run. Right. And it's so during, what I want to know that, I think. is what kind of cosmic awareness this Miss Marvel cosplayer has. <laughs> yeah, that's super ripped, curious. super jacked, really, like really jacked. wow, crazy like bodybuilder, like wow. And For we get real. to uh, catch up with our good captain, Captain Quaid. Yeah, loves that is Quaid. Quaid. now there's a man who loves a branzino (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of branzino we got two cops here it's bendis yeah this is really funny (laughs) brought in as the bumbling detectives yeah we're just like maybe this this is spider-man he's got all punisher and they they created a new spider-man i love it (laughs) why do i feel like this is like Art uh, mirroring like real life, like this is them talking to Marvel. It, they're like, they're, like, <laughs> like Marvel, and they're like talking about this to them. And this is yeah. like they're pitching. Maybe Peter's alive. <laughs> maybe, and he always has been, and he always has been. Who Sounds knows? pretty good. Right? I don't know. We'll find out. You've almost gone like full Seinfeld there. <laughs> What's the deal with Peter Parker not dying? <laughs> I, I feel like this is happening more frequently, and I don't it like is. it. Uh, yeah. it is. I, I hate that for you, actually. <laughs> uh, and we see observing this whole little scene is one detective, Maria Hill, who types. Top cop. Top cop. Who, who types into her notes. Miles Morales' parents. We cut back to Queens, where Miles reveals to Katie that he is Spider-Man. And I love the immediate next panel where she, like, half smiles because she thinks she's kidding. Come on, that's stupid. And he's like, (laughs) immediately he's like, 
that's just that's why I'm never where I'm supposed to be. That's why I'm always tired. I'm like, am I also Spider Man? I for real, honestly, I'm also I never where I'm supposed to be, and I'm always yeah. tired. <laughs> Are man, we that's all just Spider-Man? called man. That's just called getting thirty. That's all. It is. <laughs> is that what this is? Yes, yep. it is. Yep. Uh, and Katie reacts the exact same way that I do to turning thirty. She runs away. <laughs> Understandably. She's terrified and she just books it. Yep. And immediately my thought is, oh no. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but then Genki is just like, man, you're a fucking idiot for telling her. It's like, shut up, Genki. <laughs> uh, we then get another player in the scene, Maria Hill, who suddenly can teleport, I guess, uh, oh, yeah. with her car. She's like, get in. The precinct probably isn't that far, right? Maybe who knows? Oh, um, that's isn't it's that, New wait, York? This precinct's you know, like on every corner. It's New okay, York. Yeah, that's very fair. The city of dreams. Yeah. You can make it here. You can make it anywhere, as long as you're a cop or white. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> Maria's like, I need you to come with me. And Genki, because again, he's being a bad person, good friend, bad person, is like, just run, just run. And so fucking Miles books it away from her. <laughs> And she rightfully goes, you're an idiot. Gets in the car and drives away. <laughs> what is going on with Genki here? Also, Genki, I love Genki's like Jack Kirby. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Genki's in his real MCU Ned Leeds mode here. Oh, he's yeah. just yeah. saying dumb he, shit and making bad He's a bit of a problem. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, Genki's in his far from home era. Oh man. He's dating Betty Brandt. That's what's oh, happening. Oh god. It's so the, the best part of that movie. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> the, Jake Gyllenhaal is the best part of that movie. Uh, well that too. The, yeah, both things are the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um they all of a sudden get a bleep bloop on their phone as Miles reveals that he was just he was there the whole time. He was just camouflaged. Mm-hmm. Where they see the headline Norman Osborne alive. They start to panic, and Miles realizes last place Norman was seen alive was in front of Peter Parker's house. He knows where Peter's Aunt May lives, and he fucking takes off, and I love that. There uh, is few heroes who do the hero shit as well as Miles Morales does. So true. Yes. But I swear to God, every time there is like a go, and he takes off to do something, I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is like yeah, that's that's Superman levels of like gotta go. Yeah, fucking exactly. Superman's better than anybody else. Yes. Uh, we cut back to Oit, where we see uh former disgraced Shield director Monica Chang is being brought in with a Hulkbuster squad to try and track down Norman Osborn. Uh, Monica comes upon the trophy room. Uh, looks like Norman has also restacked the bills. I guess yeah. makes sense. And uh, he goes on to kill literally everyone. Uh, kind of crazy that Monica Chang just dies in this book. They just off her immediately. Kind of crazy. The casualties that happened in this series. Yeah. We're going to get to it. Big. We're going <laughs> to get to it. <laughs> and are played off. Super chill. Super chill. Super like barely like, an inconvenience. Like this is Monica. Like <laughs> just the director of shield. Like, like she's a huge character, and they just killed her off in a panel. 
Like, th th this is the first indication of, like, oh, we're wrapping this shit up soon. Yeah, the ultimate universe <laughs> is about to die. <laughs> so, Norman kills everyone in attendance and jumps away. We see uh, Miles show up at the Parker household, uh, spooking this lady and Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo, yeah. And just at that exact moment, we see a fireball coming through the sky. And he's like, for I love Miles's optimism. He's like, "Is is that the Human Torch? Come here to help me as a friend and an ally?" Nope, it's Norman. <laughs> Fucking lands shockwave, and we get this great moment where Miles is like realizing, "Oh my God, this is it. This is the exact place it happened. This is the exact place." The Green Goblin killed Spider-Man. And then we just get this fucking incredible full page. Incredible spot. full page. Wow. Yeah. Norman as the Goblin coming out of the fire ready to kill another Spider-Man. Sick, dude. The the Sick. glint in the eyes is yeah. what oh, yeah. tells me. This, yeah. That's, oh, that's scary. Chills. That's dude, scary. so sick. <laughs> uh, chapter four. We see uh, Katie return to her home home of Katie Bishop says it on the page mm -hmm. and she is uh, having a real tough time. She's having a real tough time and immediately just tells her sister. Yep. Oh God, yeah. Like, yeah, it was, it was kind of a bad move, kind of a bad move. Yeah. Not great. Uh, and then she says something very ominous. Yep. Her sister does where, where she's like, cause she tells her sister, her sister's like, Holy shit. She says, Katie, you can't tell mom and dad. If you like this guy even a little, you have to break up with him and you can never tell them. They will kill him. Yep. And in a vacuum, in a bubble, you could see it as, okay, they just really hate superheroes. But it's something more sinister that we're going to There's clearly something going on there. Yeah. So Miles and Norman are on the, on the lawn of the Parker household and they begin to duke it out. Uh, I love just the kinetic fight choreography that Marquez puts into all of his fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. And it is on full display here. It, it's all just easy to track the motion. Right. It's yep. so clean. It's it's the opposite of a Michael Bay Transformers movie. Like you could tell yes. exactly where everything is taking place and where everything is going. It's so nice. At a certain point, Miles disappears and he pops up behind him with a full on newspaper box which would that be in a residential neighborhood who knows but the no. visual gag is very cool but it's yeah it's a good gag he just it's breaks that thing over his head i guess that's fair uh the fight continues uh ben it, and it gives us this whole perspective of people who are watching this all go down multiple people another spider-man fight, the green, fight goblin. the green goblin in the same place oh heartbreaking uh but the best thing is that uh miles is kind of rocking it yes. Miles is rocking it he's That's... getting shots in he's dodging Here's the cool thing is that miles is beating the shit out of norman this is this is the turning point of yeah this is the and this i just like the turning point for like the sourness that i came yeah. into this uh was just like okay he's actually holding up his own yeah and i the didn't clock it until later which we'll yeah. get to that moment but yeah. yeah miles is miles is holding his own He's a better Spider-Man. Which again, yes. he's the ultimate Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah. See? And so the fight continues, and then we get we do get a hype as fuck moment where uh, 
Norman burns Miles and he's like ready to fucking kill this kid. And then we hear off screen, I wouldn't do that if I were you, Normie. I mean, you can kill me all you want, but if you lay one more hand on the president of my fan club, I'm going to have to smack the ugly right off of you. And by the looks of you, that's going to take all night. Boom! <laughs> and there, in all his glory, Peter yeah. Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's kind of sick. It's sick as fuck. It's the fire kinda... billows by him and everyone's face. Especially Jonah. Yes. Jonah's got the look of the guy after the I'm not a rapper moment. Like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> <shit>! <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this shit. What's, uh, what's cool that, about this? Yeah. This is very much like that moment in Superior Spider-Man when Peter yes. shows up and he's like and hits Goblin with the quip and he's like, "Oh, it's you." It's you. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's very you know. much a similar moment but in a very different circumstance. <laughs> and it's awesome that we get that moment again. It's so cool. <laughs> Also, I just love the the image of Mary hanging out of her window because this is happening yes. down the street from yeah, her. Down the street. Right. So cool. Um, what the fight is continues. This trickery. Sorry. Uh, Ooh, that so was good. good. So good. Uh, even Peter gets a solid smack on this man. Yeah. That's the thing. We haven't seen Marquez draw Peter yes. a lot. Yeah. And he draws a great Spider-Man. He draws a great he Peter draw, Parker Spider-Man. And I like that it's very different than Miles. Like he's yes. physically different, like has a little bit of a different like language, like bodily. You know, it's he what I love is that he always goes for punches. Yeah. Yes. Like that is his he's he's, he's not a like Matt Murdock boxer, but yeah. he always goes for swings where yeah, we often see Miles going for kicks. And Kicks and flips. Blast and then yeah. flips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love the visual language here. Yeah, it's super cool. And so... Love the uh, kind of very closely uh, um, Ditko style that she kind of like captures with, uh, with uh, Peter. With the suit? With, Peter yeah. with the suit. Yeah. yeah, with his suit. Small spider on the chest. He's live. Very, yeah. Real good. He's lanky and it's, he's... He it's his eyes isn't too. as built eyes. as Miles, which I think is very interesting. I yeah, like that. right. Yeah, that's kind of cool. A little skinny there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Miles hits him again with another Venom Blast and drops this thing, and he shoots off into the sky. And immediately, everyone's like, "All right, time to fucking shoot the Spider Man." <laughs> and <laughs> we cut to. A pair viewing all of this going down on TV. Tears running down their faces. Aunt May. And the girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Gwen Stacy says, it has to be somebody else. If, if somebody, somebody's, and then we see on the camera, Pete looks up at the camera and aunt may says no it's him my peter's alive i fucking broke down yeah i fucking <laughs> all the shit this woman has been through all yeah. the shit all of it i i i, I can't i can't it's kind of why i can't i can't 
Like she, like she is, she is totally worse than Biff in Back to the Future. Just all mounds and mounds of manure just falling into it, just constantly, so she has been constantly, it. like so yeah. much dragged, dragged into it. So chapter five, uh, the standoff with the Spider-Man and the police. Uh, Quaid is there, and he's like, "Look, you guys got to unmask. I get on the ground." And Peter is immediately like, hey, you know how to get out of this, right? And Miles is like, no? You, you? <laughs> and Peter just fucking runs. Miles tries to get out, and he gets the uh, the Andrew Garfield and Amazing Spider-Man 1 treatment mm-hmm. shot through the leg. Real mm-hmm. quick, uh, real quick, Malcolm, isn't it something that, you know, the white Spider-Boy is trying to leave the black Spider-Boy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When listen, it comes to the cops, there. Listen, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. it is pretty interesting that the white kid gets away pretty clean and the black I, kid gets shot. I saw that. I do shit think it's interesting. I do think that's interesting mm-hmm. that the white kid comes in and says, "Listen, little black boy, I didn't ask for you to take over this mantle from mm-hmm. me, even though you're better at it than I am and he more equipped for it than I am." Preach, brother. Son, I didn't. I didn't ask oh, for you. Because you. I'm son. Yeah, you know. That's right. I, I just think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think the optics on that are not great. Not Girl, great. Those optics not are not great. good. No, not good. Girl, that's bad. That's mm-hmm. bad. Uh, mm-hmm. We do get this sick as fuck uh, full page spread of Miles nursing this leg wound, though. Oh, fuck yeah. There's something really page. nice. Oh, boy, yeah. As he's trying to, like, compartmentalize and process everything, when he suddenly realizes, yo, I was kicking that guy's ass. Yeah, like man. Yeah. I took him down. Yeah, yeah man. And then we it's hear, the, I did it, and I got a couple of good ones in. I yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> it was real good. And he's just like, oh god, gotta stick there. God's and I everywhere. love that, even though Peter is back in the story, the POV never leaves Miles. Nope. Right? It's a Miles book. Great. So good. It's a Miles book. Uh, we see that like in the uh, seminal classic Batman Mask of the Phantasm, someone is here to give a leg-wounded hero a ride, and it's Detective Maria Hill, who's there to save this kid. She's like, get in the car. She's like, I've known who, who and what you are for over a year, and I haven't done anything bad to you. Learn to trust the good guys. I love that. I love Malcolm's Maria reaction. Hill, way uh, better yeah. than 616 Maria Hill. Yeah. Way better than 616 Maria Hill. Ultimately, oh, yeah. fucking rules, dude. She's great. She's great. And she's right. Yeah, absolutely yeah. she's right. And she's also right when she's like, take off the mask. He's like, no. And she's like, like I don't think Listen, it's a good I idea. know who you are, and we're going very fast. <laughs> and if either, and if traffic cameras catch me driving Spider-Man or a Spider-Man around, it's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. And so he takes off the mask. Uh, and and realizes again, hey, we can't go to a hospital. We're not going to be like, we need to figure this out ourselves. We cut to a spot where we see uh, two guys. Two guys. Yeah, these the, two uh, fucking guys, the Spider-Men. These two <laughs> blokes uh, who are watching the whole thing, they're obviously twins. I think the thing so, that bothers me is I don't think we ever find out who they are. Yeah, I don't no. like that too. We never and, find out who these people are. Why and, does it matter? Because yeah. if you're going to introduce them, 
then you should explain them. No, I don't think you should actually. And this isn't me defending Bendis. This is an actual like standpoint that I have. I don't think so. Why do we need to, if we understand them more, if we know more about them, that means that they become characters to us. They are just bad guys. Let the bad guys be bad guys. We don't need to humanize them. We don't need to understand anything else about them. They're just bad guys. They like money. And they but like. What was the point of that? Tell me. No, 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 no. Tell me in three sentences what their value was to the narrative. Because they came in, they Mistress. robbed some people for scenes, and then they were gone. And then they come back at the end. For what? Because they work for Hydra. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> but it's all just misdirect. The whole point is that they're there to be misdirect so that you think that it's a clone thing. I, I, they're there just to service the background of the Peter plot. So that way you think it's all just clones. It's all clones. This is all just clone stuff again. And they're the, they're the smoking gun. Then they should have been clones. They're not the smoking gun. They're and just a coincidence. Then they should have been clones. No, they should have been clones. That sucks. Of course it sucks. They should yeah. be in the story. Why not? They're cool. No, it's they're fun. not. Yeah, they're not sure. cool. They're not sure. cool. Uh, so we cut over to Miles. How dare you not like them? They're so They're fun. not cool. Like they, they the just mystery are. of them is cool. Once you find out, oh, we're not going to do anything with these characters, then it's not cool. But to be fair, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're it's hard to say, but it's all it's very much like with Ultimatum how ultimatum clearly cuts off a bunch of what would be like storylines because life happens. Some big cataclysmic thing happens and a lot of people die. And so a lot of those storylines aren't serviced anymore. You know, I think of, of the Beatles things. Of course, but that was a, it's very much like mandate. this too. That was a mandate. I've, this wasn't something that they just cut off before they could explore it. Bendis knew this was coming. We saw this earlier in the si- Earlier he in also knew Ultimatum was coming. <laughs> and everything was mostly wrapped up. What about mm. the Beatle thing? It's just the Beatle thing all over again. <sighs> the Beatle don't care there. about the Beatle. That's, Beatle that's was never used thought. as a misdirect. That's so then don't care about it. this! <laughs> if you're asking me to get involved with this, guys, if you're guys. asking me to get invested with this as a narrative plot for them guys. to be, oh, it might be a clone thing. Please, I don't, don't like it when... I don't like it when you guys fight, please. It's the same thing. It's, it's not the me, same Daddy. It's the same thing. <laughs> Jacob, you're having two Christmases this year. I'm sorry. sorry uh, I knew it's already Jacob, happened. you're having Christmas and Kwanzaa this year, how it should be. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Hey, if hey. I argue with you past this point, that it's going to be seen Hanukkah. as really insensitive, so we're just going to cut it off there. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be three three things. It's going to be Hanukkah thrown in. You're having there. it all. Oh, sorry, you're having them all. Having them all. Having them all. Uh, So we see Maria Hill patching up Miles with a little uh, med kit. And uh, Maria's basically like, look, we need, you need to tell me everything. Don't leave out a detail. I need to know everything. We cut to Manhattan where J. Jonah Jameson is trying to get, I'm assuming the Secretary of Defense or somebody to basically tell him, like, you need to tell me what's going on, or, like, somebody's going to. I want, I'm sure you want it to be heard from you. He when all of a quote. sudden, boom, fucking Green Goblin bursts into Jonah's apartment, or his, uh, his Jameson! Apartment. God. 
Who's the photographer who takes the pictures of Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, oh no, here comes to some of that. You're lying. <laughs> I totally forgot about that scene. That scene rules. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. It, it shows that Jameson's movie. a good dude. Yeah, yeah it's a perfect yeah. movie. And that's mm-hmm. why that Jameson mm-hmm. and the MCU Jameson are not the same person. Are not the same person. Not the same person. And so Norman is there in uh in Jonah's place. Buck ass nude. Wa- Buck ass <laughs> nude. Because he wants Jonah to tell his story. And I love the moment where he's like, Can I get you a robe? He's like, if it would make you feel more comfortable, it would. Really it would. With your Ken doll looking ass over <laughs> here in my home. Yeah. That's why yes. I'm so comfortable about it. Uh, yeah. uh, so then says, it just becomes two men sitting across from each other in robes, like in this penthouse. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. This is uh, <laughs> this is your guest host, J. Jonah Jameson, and I'm here with my guest. No, notably, un- my dinner notably with no- my dinner with Norman. Yeah, it's notably unproblematic with- and completely not controversial figure, Norman Osborn. Exactly. I can't believe Norman Osborn showed up just to talk trash about uh, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> And talk about how woke the uh, the <laughs> ultimates are becoming lately. I exactly. mean, women yeah. on the ultimates. Come I mean, on. look at Shield. They had Monica Chang leading Shield, like a woman. Come, Come on. Come on. I want my ultimates. Ah, Let's make my so ultimates cool. male again. Let's yeah. do that. And it's and it's not because she's a female. <laughs> <laughs> can can you can you Jacob? Can you say that last line just in your Norman voice, real quick? What is, is it's the, not just because she's a female. It's not because she's a female. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's Love only it. because you like Spider-Man. <laughs> and so I killed my boy. <laughs> I killed my, my boy. boy. My boy. My boy. My boy. Um and so he seems to get more lucid because of the venom blast that miles hit him with which is kind of awesome kind of awesome and he's like i want this entire world to burn for what they did to me and my boy and he looks up and fucking jameson is packing and he just unloads into norman i literally was like holy fuck (laughs) like reading this incredible I freaking like flipped a table and went, yes! Oh my god! It's Jameson is the best character of the entire series at this point now. Him and Aunt May. Him and Aunt it's May. The, it's the two of them. They've had the it's best character arc. Seriously. In the whole run. Yeah. He just, without a moment, just unloaded into that guy. And it was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so we cut to Queens, New York, because they know where Peter went. They knock on the door and Mary Jane answers. And she's like, look, he's he's not here. Like, go away. And then all of a sudden we hear a voice say he deserves answers. Chapter six. This fucking scene of just yes. Jameson standing over Norman's bloodied body. And he just fucking goes, oh, fuck. And he drops the gun. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what the fuck did I just do? 
I love him. Him, the first person he calls is Ben. Yeah, it's so and good. Like, Wait a second. Why are you calling me? We're it's not. Like, friends. We're not friends. <laughs> I work for you. What are you doing? Call the police. You're an you're an investigative reporter. Like I thought. He's like, no, no, po- police, <laughs> Jonah, police. Uh, they have phone records. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it was what? the feds. Why are and you then, calling me? As this is happening, <laughs> the chilling fucking scene of a shadow rising up behind him like a fucking horror it's, it was film. like it was like the first time watching halloween the original like yep. 78 movie for uh-huh. me it was like the moment when like like michael's rising up from the yeah head. it feels fucking, exactly like that it feels so terrifying i was and so he just scared. goes i'm immortal and he fucking kills jonah yep like huge clearest indication that the story is almost done huge but yeah, yeah every every like major character that gets killed by burn face yeah <laughs> burn face absolutely melts their head yeah it's and like so, they stared at the ark of the covenant they're just yeah yeah so we cut to mary jane watson's house where uh peter kind of fills them in on what happened and he basically says he's like yeah i died and then you know, I woke up and Miles is like, well, maybe you're a clone. We don't know. And Peter is legitimately, he thinks about it. He's like, no, I think I'd still have my memories. And then we get this beautiful double page spread. Oh, like I need this. As this, a is, guys. this is the page to have. Like, like this is incredible. It's also incredible. quick shout out. Principal John Suntress. Hell yeah. The cut. Hell yes. yeah, baby. Over in the Real left there. Real quick, guys. Do you guys see the most genuinely hilarious moment in the entirety of this page? Him it is right. Yes. <laughs> that yep. I could not. I focused on that. That is now my background wallpaper. <laughs> like that is that is it. For the it's rest. super like, random. I almost made it lock screen, but I wanted it as background because, like, every time I'm on the toilet, I want to see that. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> this this two page spread is awesome. It's just every possible moment you could think of in Peter's life. Yeah, showing to, the true amazing friends moment too. I mean, the true with, amazing friends moment. Yeah, you have the the picnic, the infamous uh, Brock yeah. and Parker picnic. Uh, <laughs> The ultimate uh, six around like Venom's tongue was yeah. like really tasteful. Kingpin about to smush Spider-Man in between his hands. Yeah. Uh, a very different looking Green Goblin yes. because yes. it's early appearance Green Goblin. And I love is- the continuity of it. I love the continuity of that. It's so good. And then we also get a little moment with him and Kitty Pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love my light. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, we also get him with a moment with Gwen as well, like clearly in that La Fuente era. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the La Fuente era. That's when they're having the conversation upstairs, and she's like, "Listen, we're not dating anymore." Yeah, we're not dating anymore. Yeah. But when you start dating Mary again, just don't let me see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me some time. Give me some time. And it's- boy, did she fucking call that? Yeah, for real. And then we all right. finish off in the bottom right with Aunt May holding her boy as he oh. dies. And then he wakes up in a lab. And that's what, to me, is like, you know what they could have done here? 
it, they could have been Riley'd this. Yeah, uh, may I? Because you just called exactly what I wanted to take a moment to express exactly the moment where I was like, all right, go for it. I want this. So right about here is when I thought we were going to have a very familiar scientist by the name of Dr. Ben Riley come out of the shadows <laughs> and say, go with, with me on this and say that you are, uh, you have been created because ultimately there needs to be a Spider-Man and we, we need more Spider-Man in this world and you are created as a clone, but I want to give you a different name. I want to call you after me, Ben, basically through that. I imagine Ben Riley as like a dying uh, like uh, scientist giving this like information that he finds like He's on a videotape, like basically, yeah. yeah. I thought from here, it was also like possibly, wouldn't it be great if this said Dr. Ben Riley was actually Miles, like a, a Miles Warden and becomes sure. like the Jackal. I thought the, the the two burglars that we've seen that are in their very uh, Beatlesque like armor, when I first saw them, I thought they, since they were twins and identical, I thought they were older version, older clones of yeah. a peter parker they do look uh, like older peters that's sure. that's what and i was starting to think it was yeah. like oh my god is this just the part two of the clone saga that we just need to wrap things up here i thought they were doing kind of like the ending of 90 spider-man where it's like mary yeah. jane came back and she was actually like made from miles <laughs> the hydro, hydro clone. man the hydro, hydro clone. clone exactly i will never forgive that show for hydro cloning. Uh, never forgive same, that same here. never forgive that ruin me up really bad really fucked up anyway but like the, that's kind of where the tangent i thought this was going towards and i was kind of disappointed that it didn't go that well because yeah. i am a big advocator that i hate the clone saga but like from but from this like but this ultimate clone saga was really well done and so uh, good and i would have asked for more i would have been great to see what would happen to ultimate scorpion which was that like we still don't know still don't know about that never know i thought we might have gotten scorpion i thought we would have like another confrontation with that uh evil peter Oh no, he got killed, didn't he? Uh, uh, the the deformed yeah, half face. Yeah, yeah. Our, basically, our version of Kane. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, there was a different clone that pretty much morphed into the Jackal. How yeah. fun! How crazy would that have been, too? Um, it would have yeah, been interesting. This would have it would have been way more interesting than just getting you know bringing back Peter for the sake of I. We all missed Peter, and I, the same I really. I really think that there was supposed to be more to this stuff. Probably. Yeah. And I think that they, I think it was a later decision to kill off the ultimate universe. Yeah. Oh, for I, sure. I don't 100%. think by the time that this is being written, that it was meant to be. And so I think, and y- you feel it in the last two issues, everything feels oh, very yeah, quickly sure. wrapped up. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that's because it, it was actually a little bit of a surprise that things weren't going to stay in the ultimate universe. Yeah. And, and I that do think it was going to get ported over the, the leading of him waking up in a lab. Yeah. I think yeah. says a lot. That's Seriously. 100% uh, like, Oh, okay. This was a thread that was going to get followed up. Yeah. You know, and later on when things actually do come out the way it is, I was just like, Oh, was he just in the lab of Hydra? That that possibly revived him and they just forgot about him or or like Who shield knows? or like this was a shield facility. Yeah, that I basically one hundred percent believe that this was a shield facility. Yeah, yeah, I I talk feel about pretty how shield shut down and everyone was cleared out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this is definitely like 
Nick Fury would, would totally that's what I'm saying. That. Would yeah. surprise me if yeah. Fury was like, I got to bring him back. That would be cool that Nick Fury ordered Dr. Ben Riley to continue this project as possibility yeah. of bringing, if Miles die as a protocol to clone Peter Parker to replace him in case of Miles's death yeah. or any spider death, really. <laughs> that uh, he truly becomes the Amanda Waller. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and then we get our Spider-Man Beyond. Yes, yeah. our Spider-Man Beyond. Exactly. No, um, 100%. I, I think I would not be surprised if that was supposed to be the plan or something. I, I, I would love that. to know I, yeah. what that original plan was. Well, when Same. we get Bendis on next year, you know, we'll have Stop to Stop saying that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's going to happen. That. Dude, you did the networking and at like the Comic-Con, so it's probably going to happen it. now. I, think I, I do. Bendis wasn't at Comic-Con. <laughs> no, I know, but I think you could do it. Yeah, exactly. We cut over to what happened next. <laughs> uh, after waking up, Peter immediately went to go find Mary Jane. He said, I want to go Mac on my lady. <laughs> and she's like, I have a boyfriend, but fuck him. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What was it? Was it Trent or something? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Liam. Liam. Caleb. I thought it was Caleb. It might have been, been Liam or Caleb. Kyle. Liam. Kyle. I don't fucking know. Either way. <laughs> Xanders. Um, I don't know. He's gone. We never see him again. <laughs> and this comic is all the better for it because he could, he just can't stop jumping in front of cars. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they went and dug up Peter's grave and his body was missing. So Peter is pretty convinced it's him. Uh, he's like, I, I'm just going to leave. I need to get out of here. I can't tell Aunt May. Um, this is like, I'm not going to put her through that again. And then we find out that she's already there. I I love that interjection. Of the, it's not your call, Peter. She's like, I, I knew, knew it was. was Oof. It's again. It's that you look tired. I am yeah. tired. Yeah. I just, I fucking broke down, man. I and I love her stalking over to him, fist balled up, and you think she's gonna slug him. And he's like, I kind May, of would have I, loved it if she, she did. immediately just hugs him. It's a perfect fucking moment. Fucking love it. Yeah. And he's gotten taller because he's like her height now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of do way. wish that she would have just slugged him and then hugged him. That would have been really tight. Would have yeah. been great. <laughs> um, ultimate, Aunt, ultimate Aunt May, man. <laughs> she's the greatest. She is. And she She's also wrote girl. a killer six issue Wildcat mini while she was at. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Does so. she love Ted Grant? Does she love Ted Grant? She actually based him off of uh, Uncle Ben. You know what? Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. He, he sense. was a boxer for a short. Now, now, here's the thing she loves Ted Grant, but she would 100% tell you that she likes Jay Garrick the most. Totally agree. Totally mm. agree. She's in love with Ted Grant, but she wants Jay Garrick. She she had Ben dress up as Jay Garrick for Halloween one year. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's just oh, yeah. sexy. Um, okay. So like Jay Garrick. So <laughs> they are. Everyone's having this really nice moment, and then Maria Hill realizes, "Wait, if they knew you were going to come here," and all of a sudden, a fucking ring of fire shows up around the house. Norman's here, and Miles again. With the Superman illusion, with fucking Superman rips through the shirt. He's like, this is yes. a job for the ultimate Spider-Man. Yes, and jumps out, no mask. He's so fucking cool. Fucking immediately, he's like, wait, wait, hold on. 
Can I borrow your couch? And he fucking chucks the couch at the goblin. It's so good. Dude, it's Miles, so cool. So cool. And this is where I realized, holy shit, he is bodying Green yeah. Goblin. Like, Goblin has nothing on him. He's yeah. just venom blasting and venom venom blasting the shit out of the goblin. It's and not like, just oh, that. He's hitting him so with kicks. Cool. He's yeah. zapping him. He's so like, here's so here's the thing. I think that this makes sense that he's a better Spider-Man because he was Spider-Man when he was younger, and so the powers had time to mature in his body and get stronger. He's also been Spider-Man longer than Peter. He's also been Spider-Man longer than over Peter. a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been it's been a year and a half, two years at this point. Yeah. yeah. And so Miles takes out bat. he fucking drops Norman, zapping him. He zaps it the he zaps him so much with the venom blast that he makes him revert. It's so, so cool. It's so fucking cool. The like, swift the, the, uh, what he's monologuing to as well is like yeah. I've noticed. I've noticed how my venom blast, which I never fully tested, was really hitting you in a special way. Probably because you messed up your genetics so bad. But either way, thank you for coming back so I could prove my theory. Hits him with and he fucking kicks, fucking soccer kicks him. So sick, dude. So incredible. I I was just like, all right, good. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Maria Hill is like, all right, this is Detective Maria Hill. I'm at 3245 Alameda and Forest Hills, which, funny enough, we have an Alameda on the way to my comic shop. Yeah, Alameda. Oh, hey. That's where the nuclear whistles are. Alameda, I know. That's a Star Trek Voyage Home joke. Yeah, that's... That's That's a really good joke involving Alameda. Anyway. (laughs) Um... As they're about to uh, put him into custody, Norman says, Miles Morales, without me, you'll never know the truth about who you are. You'll never know who your father really is. And I have been waiting to get any kind of fucking information on Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Chapter 7. Miles is unconvinced. He is ready to wallop this man some more. Um, when Norman goblins out again, Peter joins the fight. Uh, the fight continues. I, I love Norman being like, you want to know who your father is? It's me. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy, bitch. <laughs> and then Miles is immediately like, oh, shut the fuck up. Wallops him upside the head. Uh, I also love this moment, too, where Peter gets knocked back through the house and Aunt May immediately goes to try to help him. And yeah. they're like, dude, no! Like, stop! <laughs> Haven't you learned at this point, woman? <laughs> uh, and then Miles hits him with what might be the biggest Venom Blast we've seen. To date. To this point. Yeah, to yeah. this point. Uh, and then Norman realizes he's beat. He tries to fly away. Fucking Peter lobs a web shooter to Miles and he pursues him takes him out of the sky, beats the shit out of him all the way back to the ground. And then it's so cool. Oh, it's, it's so, so cool. cool. He and like goblin- Peter just on the side is like, wow, look at him. Like, like holy, just fuck. Fuck. holy shit, this kid rocks. Like- <laughs> Everyone's like, I know, right? Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, too bad he wasn't around when you oh 
Mm. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, looks like he's got him. And he <laughs> drops Norman again. Norman goblins back up. And then the two of them are able to kick the shit out of him one last time. Miles zaps him one more time. He basically explodes. Yeah. And then just expires on the lawn. And everyone's like, okay, we got to get out of here uh, before the cops show up. Everybody leaves. Maria Hill checks Norman's pulse. And we see his eyes flicker. And then she just fucking unloads a clip into him, grabs a branch that's on fire, and burns the body. She's like, I am taking no chances with you, motherfucker. <laughs> so tight. So Real good. Gray. And so they all meet up at the old warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old meeting The spot. old flash dance. Yeah. Oh. So never, good. Never, 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 never. <laughs> <laughs> and so Peter gives Miles his blessing. He's like, I'm done. I got to go figure out what the hell happened to me. You're Spider-Man. And Miles swings off into the night. And then we get this shit. We cut to Brooklyn, New York. Oh, God. Where Katie, Kate, Catherine, Kitty, Kate, Catherine, Bishop is watching the footage of everything and her parents, who we haven't seen up to this point, dip their heads in. They're like, are you okay? Like, it's a school night. You got to go to bed. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Her dad says, sweet dreams. And her mom says, hail Hydra. And fucking Katie goes, hail Hydra. Sick, I fucking dude. lost it. Lost Sick, it. Dude. All of Sick. a sudden, it was 2014 again. I'm a college <laughs> yeah, student sitting at the Elcon movie theater watching Captain America Winter Soldier for the first time. And I am traumatized. <laughs> I, I had heavy PTSD from this moment. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, not again. Not Hell again. Yeah, not again. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Sick. Out of nowhere. So Terrifying. Sick. Out of nowhere. We get to elsewhere where we see that Mary Jane and Peter Parker get to drive off into the sunset together. Mm -hmm. And I no longer have any problem with him coming back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They get to drive off. They get to have their moment. She waited and it paid off. Mm -hmm. It's it's Cap's ending and endgame. Yep. 100%. Yeah. It's like it's the long, same exact vibe. Long time. <laughs> oh, God. That's so good. playing in the radio on the That's car. That's legit like, playing. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's the same exact vibe. Yeah. It's funny. Reading it this time, that was the only thing that could come to mind. I was like, oh, yeah. No, they nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then get to Brooklyn Visions Academy where Miles is sleeping exactly how I did in college. And yep. <laughs> we see I'm that he's got a visitor. Yeah. <laughs> We see he's got a visitor, and it's Jefferson. Chapter 8 kicks us off with a flashback, and I genuinely thought this was a different artist. Nope. Until it was revealed to me that it's just the colors and the inking. Mm-hmm. It's great. It, I, I don't even think it's... I don't even think it's that. So, uh, Dave Marquez doesn't have an inker. He inks himself on this book. Oh, I yeah, think, yeah. I think he's just doing something very different here. Yeah. Really? It It looks like 
like Gatos is art. It looks like Michael Gatos. Yeah. yeah. And the colors especially sell that too. It's very neat. And the colors really sell it. Yeah. Very Justin Ponser's colors yes. look mm-hmm. it looks very alias. It's very alias. Like I was 100%. A lot of vibes. Yeah. Which is sick. It's so sick. <laughs> so we cut to uh what used to be Newark, New Jersey 25 <laughs> years ago before uh Galactus turned that into his own personal Buffalo Wild Wings. And <laughs> We see, we basically get the backstory of Jefferson and uh, Aaron. Mm-hmm. How they now, got is is it a little bad that I kind of the way Jefferson and his brother look, they kind of look like um, like Charlie Murphy and Eddie Murphy back in the eighties. No, one hundred percent, absolutely what they were going for. <laughs> they a hundred percent look like Cause, that because that was absolutely what they were going for. Like Jefferson is definitely like Eddie Murphy from like Beverly Hills Cop, yep. and like yeah. and like it's it's like Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction being like his brother. It's like so yeah. good. <laughs> he, he looks exactly like uh eric lasalle in yes uh, in coming to america uh-huh. oh yeah yeah too like the jerry curl <laughs> yeah like it's, it's so close really it says so close <laughs> 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 Oh, do you think every time he leaves like a oh like God. a wall or anything he just has a stain oh yeah there's just a stain yeah for sure they're sitting on the back oh of those seats God. and there's absolutely a stain on the back of that soul glow is everywhere oh my oh, yeah. god oh, yeah. oh fuck oh That's lord <laughs> Uh, anyway. So we we see the backstory. We see that they got uh, mixed up with one Turk, Barrett, which is really fun to see him. And at the same, they basically, Aaron gets uh, Jefferson into trouble. Uh, he fights with Kid and Play. It's really a great uh, action sequence. Jefferson gets uh, arrested and he is given bail. By a young Nick Fury. Fury Nicholas J is looking good. Like yes. Yo, he is in full Mac mode. He looks fucking awesome. Man. Yeah, he is uh he looks awesome. great. And he basically tells him, like, come work for me, or you can go work for Turk. And if you say no, like I think you're going to, he's going to kill you. And Jefferson's like, fuck you, dude. I'm out of here. And he gets recruited by Turk. And so he ends up working with Fury where uh, he is able to essentially give Turk more rope to hang himself with. Mm -hmm. He's giving him more confidence, which is making him want to make bigger plays, all in the service of getting connected to the big fish. Someone on the rise, slowly making their way up through the underworld. Wilson Fisk. Holy shit. We need to talk about how this is the fucking book I want to read. I want to read this. Yes, I agree. Same. Like, give me me a fucking 50-issue run of this shit. Jefferson Davis, Nick Fury versus the Kingpin. Like, holy 25 years ago. Yes. That I is am in the that rise is of the, the best prowler. Book. 
I don't like, know if you guys ever saw. I don't remember the name of the director, but he did a sizzle reel for what he would have done for Daredevil. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh God, who was it? Uh. Uh. Shoot. I I know exactly. What you're, I know but, exactly. What you're but that's the and it was all just seventies aesthetic shots. Like yeah. it was. It was all like the grimy seventies shots from like Taxi Driver and shit. So it's yes. like oh, like porno theaters and like here's just like people dying on the street. Like yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly. And what that's exactly the vibe I got from this. Yeah, uh, but it was, was an so, 80s vibe. So like, this good. is just, this is the best, like, Marvel Universe Miami Vice book. This is like yeah. a cop grindhouse movie that's done by Marvel. Like, Hell that, yeah. Joe I, Carnahan. Joe Carnahan. Thank you. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 I fucking want this book so bad. Totally agree. Ugh. So we find out that all of these flashbacks are in service of Jefferson telling Miles about his past. Uh, chapter nine, the uh, flashbacks continue. Chapter nine with a really great cover. Great by the way. cover. Say, An incredibly misleading Miles, cover as well. Super misleading cover of Miles leading the charge, flying in the air, leading the charge of a bunch of helicarriers and like F-22. Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed like a shield agent. Dressed That's, like a shield agent. It's so good. Awesome cover. That's if I was so 16, good. I would want this on my wall. It's so sick. Yes. <laughs> And so um, Jefferson obviously runs afoul of the kingpin. And this, dear listener, is where my problem is. Because as we see the past of the kingpin continue, we see that Jefferson is teamed up with not the enforcers. How do I know it's not the enforcers? Because we've pretty well established who the enforcers are. It's Montana. It's Ox. And one more person who is distinctly absent here. Isn't that interesting? Because this other person, also wearing a similar suit, could not possibly be Fancy Dan. Because we've established he's Asian. Fancy Dan's right. Asian. Yeah. yeah. We've established yeah. in this book. Yeah. He is yeah. Asian. Yes, yeah. indeed. So who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. It's also just time period wise doesn't make sense because Fancy Dan and Ox and Montana are nowhere near fucking like in their late 40s. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they exactly. are they are 30 at most. Yes. At least Fancy Dan is 30 at most. Yeah. Montana, I could I could go for 30. I could see Montana like 35. Yeah. And Ox but, does seem a little bit older. He might be like 40, but he's not like pushing 50. No, there's no way. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I will 100% I agree. It drives me crazy. Also, we have Ox testing a Hulk formula. Like it kind of goes off the rails here. Yeah. yeah. This but, is this is where it goes a little off the rails. Yeah. But it ends up with Kingpin getting arrested by uh by Nick Fury and Jefferson saying that the ne- very next week he met Rio and he decided to give up his life and focus on being a father. And I love this conversation. Because I was ready to write this man off. I was ready to write this man off when he abandoned his child in the middle of cataclysm. And mm-hmm. Jefferson owns up to it. He says, I abandoned my child. I abandoned you when you needed me most, when we needed each other. And the two of them 
reconcile. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Which brings us to the home stretch, chapter 10. Uh, we see Maria Hill. Oh uh, my God. I'm sorry. I just realized something. Uh, oh, wow. That's really wonderfully mirroring the conversation from the beginning of Miles' run. Yes. Issue two. Oh. Where they're 100%. on like the same park bench and yep. he's telling them about his uncle. Exactly. Yeah. And starts to tell him a little bit about like, listen, I, I did some stuff that I'm not proud. Oh, shit. I just realized that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. I love that we we I, complete that here on the yeah. same bench. Yeah. Very you know, cool. you know, Malcolm, it's almost like it was Stop. Oh, Sarah. Stop. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. You know what? Goblin! <laughs> Somewhere out there in the multiverse, an alternate universe version of Reyes is smiling down on us right now. <laughs> yeah, too bad the uh, this version of Reyes is in a yeah. circle of hell. Yeah, 616 <laughs> where Reyes I put him. is absolutely in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimate Reyes still exists somewhere. Still out there. <laughs> Popping around in the 1610 making haikus. And I, I like to think he's doing okay. I'm sure yeah. he is. Who knows? He might get folded into our universe at some point. Hey, maybe. Who knows? Huh? Who Never knows? know. Who knows? Uh, so chapter 10, also with a sick-ass cover. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Maria is Maria Hill and her dopey detectives are still trying to chase down the spider twins. They're nowhere to be found. Uh, we see they pulled that. a dark night, dude. They yeah, left they this little mask there on the ground. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Gordon, Gordon's all like, "Fucking goddamn it, I'm kicking it!" Yeah, it's, it's the little stack of money in Dark yeah. Knight, marked bills. <laughs> so the principal lady is just she's not great. She uh, sucks. She sucks. Uh, but Jefferson basically told tells her like, "I told Miles to take a personal day. He'll be back in school tomorrow." And Miles is swinging around town when he comes upon Ultimate Electro and Sabretooth. Weird. Yeah. Sabretooth looks real dumb. I don't I don't really know what's going on with Sabretooth here. I I just I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird choice. He looks stupid. He the, looks like I uh, I'm Calvin not gonna lie. Zabo. I kind of thought it was like werewolf by night. What are you doing here? Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, I can the Wendigo. What yeah. are you doing here? Exactly. Yeah. He looks like he looks like Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Oh, God, For like no does. reason. For like yeah. no reason. No yeah. reason. Sasquatch of Al of Alpha Flight. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Wilderbeast, aren't you in the wrong like, like universe? <laughs> What's going <laughs> on? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't really matter because both Electro and Sabretooth are apprehended by Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, I love seeing them again. God, oh, yeah. what a missed opportunity for a side, like, um, uh, ultimate, like, side team up there. That's the like, thing. Yeah. I'm telling you, ultimate Cloak and Dagger, 50 billion times better than 616 Cloak and Dagger. Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, and superior. And Dagger is immediately like they go up to the rooftop to talk and catch up, and she does not like Katie. We I do not have a reason that. why. I love he that. She's just like, like oh, her. Katie fucking sucks. <laughs> have you seen her hair? Fuck and she's just like, you deserve better. Like <laughs> she's a supportive friend. Let, let me tell you something. Tandy likes a black dude. 
Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Clearly. she does. Ty, Ty's like, I am right here. Can you leave like, that child like, alone? I'm trying to. T- will you be? Will you stop for one second? I it's like we. You said. Time. You said we like his vibe. Okay? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Totally introducing Miles as a third. Third. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying, it would be really cool if, like, you know, you're a friend, and I thought, you know, maybe we like test a little water. Again, I feel like, like we have to preface this. <laughs> we have to preface this. These are children. <laughs> I'm just saying, when so they're we older, well, we can't. They're gonna find out. We can't. We can't. no. I just think that Tandy would also like to date Miles because she also she has a type. Has a type. One hundred percent. Type is black dudes. That's it. <laughs> Um, Miles uh, catches up with Genki, tells him he, he's going to go talk to Katie, shows up at Katie's house, and uh, Mr. Bishop opens the door. And they have a little chat, and then as, as uh, he offers Miles some water, he's like, uh, where'd you get your spider powers? Chills up yeah. my spine. It's sick. This is and like Miles the scene goes, with like the vulture and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah. it's kind of what this yeah. was. And he goes like, "You might as well tell me it's go- it's going to be easier that way." And as Miles realizes he's been drugged, uh, Mister Bishop just goes, "For the record, Katie didn't give you up. She kept her secret. She's a good girl." And he crumples to the floor, paralyzed, as Mister Bishop shouts. Hail Hydra, Miles Morales. So here's the thing. What if we didn't have the good night scene? And this was where, for the first time, he said, Hail Hydra, Miles Morales. That would have been a killer reveal. Would have been a killer reveal, but I think they also, they needed that gut punch of Katie saying it. Yeah. That's, That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I think they could have reworked it so that maybe Katie was in the room and she has to say it back to him. That's fair. But they needed that gut punch of Katie saying it for the right. All right. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, chapter 11 was a spoilerific cover if I've ever seen one. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, that's really frustrating. It's such um, a bummer. Yeah. These guys are fucking here again. Who cares? The oh main God. issue <laughs> is the main point of this whole scene is to reintroduce us. To the girl in a league of her own. But in a dumbass new costume. Jessica Drew, Black Widow. Uh, I love the jacket, but I don't love the costume. She's wearing the Jessica Carpenter costume. Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Carpenter costume. Which yeah. kind of sucks. Which um, sucks. And if I she... understand that yeah. they wanted to give her a code name that wasn't Spider-Woman. Don't give her the code name of She's the now to the Ultimates. She is now the third Black Widow. Hey, guys, so, Monica Chang was also Black Widow. What just happened to her? We just watched her die three <laughs> issues ago. Oh hey, guys, you God. know how many other spider women there have been in the Ultimate Universe? They don't all have to be zero. Black Widow. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Seriously. There have Agreed. been zero spider women in the Ultimate Universe. She didn't have to change her code name. Yes. It sucks. It really does. It's dumb. But it's always good to see her. That that's another thing that happens in that all new Ultimates book that sucks. Oh, gross! Honest, 
honestly, if yeah. she would, if they would have just kept the mask that and kept and that would have been perfect. Like everything would have been fine and kept her name. They too. just need to palette you know swap I mean? this back because her original costume. I mean, in Cataclysm, her costume was just a palette swap version of this, just with her original mask. Yeah, yeah right. I I like the original mask more. I like the full mask. This is a cool mask, you know. Yeah, it's but, fine. It's all right, but it's not as cool as the last one. Exactly. Yeah. This is making uh, her more like like Black Cat, and I don't like that. This is yeah. making her someone else, which is very antith- antithetical. I don't know yes. how to say that word. No, you got it. You got to, it. To what we know about this character and where we've seen this character saying, yeah. listen, I am my own thing. This is her very much. Yes, very 100%. That's the problem. And it's a complete reversion. Yeah. And it's a big problem that I have with that all new Ultimates book is that it feels like a big reversion of a lot of those characters. And she also gets punked by Dumb and Dumber over here, which is like, just, it's annoying, sucks, dude. It's annoying. Yeah. She should have been able to take them both out easily. Our Jess would not have. Th- this is not my Jess. Not would have happened. Yeah. Would not that have said, happened. I not do my love Jess. that this guy went with an elbow hit. Like, I fucking love that. That's elbow cool. strikes are always good. Yeah. Elbow strikes are always cool. This guy watched Dark Knight Rises recently. He sure did. Yes. Uh, yes. Miles, <laughs> back at the, uh, at the apartment, Jefferson finds that Miles isn't there, tries to call him, no answer. Um, I like what Genki does. I really do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, your dad has called like three times. And then there's a knock at the door. Uh-huh. And it's Judge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great to see him. Um, and he's like, hey, uh, what's what's going on? He's like, Miles, like, Miles isn't here. He's like, no. He's like, oh, yeah, My- sometimes Miles is on a little mission saving the world. And Genki goes, What? And Judge just looks at me. He's like, look, real is real here. Come on. You guys aren't slick. And I'm hella smart. Yeah. And you guys could have just told me like you're you're being dicks, which is what we said at the beginning. Which is what we said. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just told him. They should have just figured it out anyway. We cut back to Miles. He wakes up across from Katie. And Katie is basically there. She is like, look, I made the mistake of telling my sister what you told me. I was freaked out. I thought I could trust her. She went and told my dad. So Katie's sister fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, She's hot, though. Child. Miles (laughs) was... I don't think she is. She looked like the same age as Katie. Well, she seemed like an older sister. I don't know about that. All right, if, if she is older, not much older. All right, all right, fair enough. But not over twenty-one older. Well, let's say that. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I retract my statement. Uh, <laughs> strike it from uh, the record. Strike it from the record. Uh, Miles is like, you need to help me get out of here. And then, as we see Katie basically giving him all the reasons that she can't, we see his loved ones getting abducted. Jefferson gets tased. Genki gets uh, kidnapped. Miles breaks out of his bindings, but finds that Jefferson, Genki, and someone else have been captured. And they are being held hostage. And he's like, look, you are a problem. The Hydra agents that you and your other costume friends have jumped, those were members of my family. And so this is like Hydra Supreme here. This is like big dog Hydra boy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, lay my hands, lay hands on me. And oh, I fucking hate this. 
the blonde haired guy, the blonde haired cis white man goes, lay hands on me and your little Asian friend will die screaming. I heard the venom in his voice when he said that shit and it made my blood boil. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Made me so oh, fucking angry. This, this oh, blonde hair, blue eyed motherfucker over there. here. Like, mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. This Neil that... McDonough looking motherfucker. Oh, oh my god, straight up. Uh-huh. Ooh, uh-huh. Like awful. he's got mad Neil McDonough vibes. Ooh, especially like who I'm like, sure is a lovely dark. person. Who I'm sure is a lovely person, but plays yeah. the best dirtbags. Oh, plays yeah. He's the best dirtbag. That, mm, Damien Dark, baby. Damien Dark. Damien Dark, man. Damian Maybe Dark. one of the best performances on CW. Uh, <laughs> do you know so what? True. It's really kind the of The whole fair. scene where yeah. he returns to the tune of Return of the Mac is just Fuck, so awesome. Yes. So, so cool. It's just so good. Um, the Hydra agents, some Hydra agents arrive and they say he's here. And they're like, who? They, they say him. Miles tries to bust out. He gets shot. And as he falls to the floor, you just hear a (laughs) clop, 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 clop. As Dr. Doom makes himself known. Not only is it Dr. Doom, it is first ultimate appearance Dr. Doom with the goat boy. Goat boy boy, Dr. Doom. Hasn't been seen since that first appearance. Guys. (laughs) It's so good. Oh my god. Incredible. Guys. Goat boy doom. Guys, this is this is this is like some this is like Mike Parent is like a watched frisky dingo and just made <laughs> dr doom with it's, with a raggy thing like holy shit it's just the best oh my also, god also dr doom and norman osborne clearly in the same club yep yes smooth as a club? Ken doll. oh yeah yeah <laughs> look at him oh, oh yeah That's nothing so going true. down there god it's just the coolest look like, it is super cool it's so awesome i feel like i also kind of feel this is what fan four stick was trying to do with their doctor doom in yeah because like... because it was supposed to be based super heavily on ultimate yep right yeah. okay that, that movie is just the ultimate version of done every... wrong yeah yeah it's just done wrong yeah. <laughs> and so God. we come to the final chapter of our story miles morales ultimate spider-man number 12 in one month time runs out i love this fucking cover i love it too right i love this cover it's real good uh brooklyn visions academy uh we find judge uh returning to the dorm and seeing that both of his classmates are gone Miles wakes up and he is being contained in a cube. <laughs> uh, just like Jessica Drew is below him. And uh, Doom is basically like, look, he admits right away. He's like, I am baffled by you. He's like, I don't understand you, but I'm going to do some tests on you. And I am going to turn you into a tool for Hydra. Which to me kind of sucks i don't like putting doom with hydra like i understand for the expediency of the story and how like they had to connect a bunch of shit yeah it doesn't doom really above make hydra it doom really is yeah above hydra yeah doom this is also doom. feels like something that we would be getting follow-up explanation for for a while and that there would be more to it yeah 
this is another oh we gotta nip all this in the bud real fast let's just tie it up really nicely yeah and it should have been just doom really like doom and doom bots and everything it didn't need yeah. to be hydra honestly like, how we... cool would it be if like katie was actually just a doom bot holy fuck Fuck, that like yeah. that like doom had sent to the school to infiltrate because he knew all the like time. sentience like in that uh new batman adventures episode yeah yeah, yeah. that shit she actually did wild. Wild. but they were all just doom bots it was just a family of doom bots oh my god that would have been dope as that would have been so cool or hey here's another one what if they were all scrolls or chitari i guess since it's the ultimate universe what yeah. if they were all chitari you know and it was just a family sure. of chitari and she was a Chitari, and Doom was working with the Chitari instead of Hydra. Maybe. That also yeah. makes more sense. Would have been better than Hydra. Yeah. Would have been better than Hydra. Exactly. Um, it's fine. Judge goes to the Morales household, finds that it has been turned upside down, and that is when he runs into Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> uh, they are like, we need to figure out where Miles is. We see Miles getting experimented on uh, by Doom. Which unlocks this fucking Venom Blast supernova. Sick, dude. So, so sick. good. So holy cool. shit. This I remember pulling this move off in the video game. Uh-huh. Very sick. Very uh-huh. sick when you do this. It's mm. one of my favorites to use in the video game. And so they're like, okay, uh, he shouldn't be able to do that. But it may be a new ability brought on by the physical stress. And Miles is just like, I can't fuck it. And he passes out. <laughs> We cut back to uh, Brooklyn's 70th precinct where we see Benedict and Marquez congratulating themselves. That's the best part is that they're congratulating themselves over the arrest of Captain Universe. (laughs) (laughs) It's all my fault. If you want to blame someone, blame me. Uh, And who is that? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, Jonathan Hickman. Oh my, oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> yes oh that's yes. amazing i had no idea jonathan hickman that's how that's what jonathan hickman looked like yeah yep. same i didn't know that is jonathan hickman that's, that's hilarious cool. that's really so, funny it truly is all his fault it it really genuinely is <laughs> it's yeah. awesome yes so detective hill is trying to figure out her latest case miles is missing when all of a sudden she's visited <laughs> By the girl who walks through fire. Kitty Pride, I'm so glad to see her before the end. In a and shitty ass costume. And the, the costume sucks, but it's her. It's her, yeah. It's her. She's there. She's mm-hmm. there with Judge. She's there with Cloak and Dagger. And she's there with. The girl who's a bombshell. It's Bombshell! <laughs> I love seeing Bombshell. Yes, Lana's the best. Lori is fantastic. I'm just really <laughs> yeah, happy Lana is Lori no, before, I'm so glad we got the in one last Her mom time. is really cool, yeah, but Lana is the best. So oh, man. I don't know why you're such a fan of Bombshell's mom, Lana, but Lori so, is Lori is better personally. No, Lori is the mom and Lana. So we cut back to Bombshell. Doom's hideout where <laughs> Miles is able to shake free for a moment. Uh, before this dick bag uh, puts a gun up to Jessica's head. Cut back to the precinct. 
I mean, it really is just Neil McDonough, right? Like, he, yes. he really is. Yes, it is. At the time this is coming out, yeah. It sounds He's kind right. of a mix of Neil McDonough and that guy in Die Hard who's like, uh, who, who works in the office and then starts working for Hans. Is like, Hans, Bubby, I'm your guy. Like the oh, super. Oh, uh, yeah. I was actually going to say Neil McDonough and the guy from uh, Agent Carter, the blonde dude, who's like her immediate superior. Say Wiggum? Oh no, um uh Chad Michael Murray. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Chad yeah, Michael I, I, I know what guy you're talking about from Die Hard 2. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. What a blast from the past, Chad Michael Murray. That's like so oh, buddy. Listeners, if you haven't, uh watch Agent Carter. Watch Agent Carter. It fucking rules. It whips. No, I should. It really drives. It, I like. Oh my god, Jacob, you'll love it, dude. No, you're gonna love wait, Agent guys, Carter. Now wait, hold on. I was watching it when it was originally going out, and I lost after the season after Bill Paxton passed away. Like that's that's. You're talking uh, about Agents no, no, of Shield. You're talking of Agents of Shield. Oh, we're talking about we're Agent, talking Carter. Agent Carter. Oh, Agent Carter. Oh yeah, that's just brilliant. That's just brilliant stuff. Yeah, it's Peggy. Peggy at the best. Yeah. I was going to say, if you haven't seen it, you would love the Hollywood season. Holy shit. 100%. Oh, yeah. It's like, you would love this. The original Jarvis, Mm -hmm. by the way, love that. Hell yeah. Uh, So they get a bead on where Miles might be held. Uh, The group goes to the warehouse where they find all hell breaking loose as Miles dispatches Dr. Doom pretty quickly. I mean, the ultimate. You want to talk about Return of the Mac? This guy's the fucking Mac. Return of the Mac. Once again. Uh, this kid. This kid bit the beat best. Norman and Doctor Doom in the same volume. Within the, the same, same series. Yes. Yeah. Within like, yeah. Within the same year. Wild. These 12 issues. Yeah. Jacob, I'm sorry to say it, but fuck off, Squirrel Girl. We got a new unbeatable. Again, like, ultimate. Well, ultimate Spider-Man. Is right yep. here the yes. ultimate Spider-Man. The ultimate Spider-Man. The ultimate baby. And so oh. everyone's able to reunite. Katie gets, Katie gets her <laughs> shit rocked by a dagger, which is amazing. It's great. Dagger again, a little too eager. Yes. <laughs> like permission to let her have it. It's like, yeah, but she, you know, don't kill her. She's like, you don't understand. Hydra wants what you. And then fucking dagger's just like, shush, skank. It's just a. Like, Dagger is quickly approaching her Emma Frost era, and I kind of love that for her. She is, you're yeah. right. That's why I love her. That's probably oh, why. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. Miles <laughs> is able to find his dad, and they get this really nice moment. Oh, my God, Everybody so gets on the roof. It's a real nice time. S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming in, and he's like, look, seriously, all of you, like, this is so amazing. When Bombshell turns around, and she goes, um... Guys, do you see that? And Lori gives us Lana the final shot of an incursion as the skies turn red and we get the end. Miles Morales will be seen next in Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, guys. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. Like, yeah incredible this is the end of the ultimate universe uh as fate would have it once uh this story ended uh it would jump us straight into the finale of time runs out where everything would just die yep and then we would get secret wars 
Mm-hmm. But that wraps up this week. Uh, gentlemen, final thoughts on this volume and uh, what was your favorite part? I'm going to go to Jacob first. Okay. Listeners, to sum up what we just done is pretty much taking a, a jawbreaker and eat and put it in your mouth. But you thought that that sour, that that, that sour goodiness that you were going to get was actually tasting like licorice. And oh, dear, dear God, was that just a sour suck away for like a good few issues. <laughs> but like a but like a nice layered one. <laughs> Each the more you suck it, it's it gets more layered and and has and it became sweeter and sweeter and sweeter as you got more into it. It's the it's, emphasis on it too. Seriously, it's the it's hard so ass. It's, it's the hard ass. You suck the shit out of that just right enough. You get to some good layers inside of it, and that's what this entire volume was, guys. That's what it was for me. I, like I did not like getting into this when peter showed up i was like this is a sour pill for me for the rest of this volume if it's all gonna be this and that's why when like when they kept mentioning it's a clone it actually made sense to me and i was like you know what i would love that that would be way better than just he came back from the dead i don't want that i just i was really i really hate that about when characters come back but but like i said it got sweeter and and it went in a direction i didn't expect it to go I would have liked the other direction a lot better, but I love the second half of this volume, which is the whole involvement of Katie Bishop and Hydra and leading up to Dr. Doom being revealed ultimately, which was the best part about this, was just seeing a metallic frisky dingo in a cape just wandering around being an arch villain. It was so cool. It was, I need more of this um, Dr. Doom, by the way, uh, being the fact that he is my ultimate favorite marvel villain ever the this leading into a, like secret wars and everything it's amazing this was wild i'm like i said this was like uh, this was like a piece of candy that i didn't expect it to be tasting the way the way we got more um uh, sour and stuff but man it this was great this was good it was, was a real bitter sweet tasting end to a run what was your favorite part, Jacob? <laughs> what was your favorite part to suck on? Just, let me tell you, it's Secret Wars. No, it's um, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually my my favorite part is oh, something god. along the lines of, oh my god, what was it? It was something Doctor Doom said. It was just like he said something of like. Don't make fun of me. It was something along the lines of that. Um, God, I can't find it where it is. But if you know what it is, uh, it was this really quick moment aside to like uh, one of his like henchmen. And and he just gave this little snide remark back to him. And it's just like, yes, that does offend me, actually. So please don't do that again. It was really... It was like really cute. It was uh, it was my favorite part of the whole thing. It was just Dr. Doom being like, a bitch, a snidey bitch, shade throwing shade for a second. It was very funny. Um, yeah, M- Malcolm. <laughs> what was your favorite I, part to suck on? <laughs> I just, I just love how that was like watching Gilbert Godfrey do the aristocrats joke. <laughs> 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 the emphasis on suck. I gotta time. tell you, this so- whole thing was just a suckiest kind of sour pussy thing i've ever had to stick my mouth in. that was so funny seriously um 
I love I love this stuff, man. I I wish that it wasn't the end because it clearly doesn't feel like it was supposed to be the end. Right. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that aren't left on the table that should have been left on the table just because it shouldn't have been the end. Uh, and it's funny because you know I reading it when it was coming out. Uh, it you know we we didn't know what was going to happen with the Ultimate Universe post Secret Wars. Yeah, you know there was there was no knowing. It was just oh hey these this is the last stretch of these books going into Secret Wars. But it, you know every book at Marvel wasn't being published during Secret Wars. Right, you know like everything had stopped for that like few months. It's incredible. Then, what a time! Yeah, like what a great time to be alive. But we yeah. didn't know what was going to happen with the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, and going in uh you know it it feels very different than this time where this time this is this is the last time i see these friends this way yeah you know Mm -hmm. and it hurts it's a bummer especially after spending the year revisiting all of this you know it, it it totally sucks um i i i i love the ultimate universe man and i miss it dearly and i can't wait for us to bring it back uh me either man same same right there you know Sexy, sexy Doctor Strange and all. It's gonna be great. It's sexy be great. Doctor Strange and Jessica uh, Drew, Spider Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. I genuinely, when Peter showed up, I was very worried about what this was gonna be. And then, as the story went on, and I kept sucking on it. Um, i I just i i honestly like the more that we got into it the more i enjoyed it uh the art is stellar absolutely incredible uh watching miles just wallop this man sick dude absolutely body the green goblin was dude so tight really really loved it i think honestly like my my favorite part might be the bench conversation between miles and jefferson like them yeah, yeah. finally being on the same page and reconciling after everything because yeah. they've been conflicting since miles's first appearance mm-hmm. and for them to finally have that moment of like we are together again we are father and son i just, i loved it i loved every single bit of it um i will say i think the first nine issues are probably stronger than the back three agreed um, yeah well the last arc does feel a little half-baked and very rushed but getting the hydra reveal was fun um getting everybody back together was also great and i kind i love the the red sky reveal like it's it's the same shit that i loved about during we talked about earlier the cw when they were gearing up for crisis Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden every show's mid-season finale was oh shit red sky Mm -hmm. like i love that shit and uh, I can't yeah. wait to see where Miles goes next. But before we get into next week, we've uh, we've got a couple emails. So, Malcolm, what time is it? Hey, hey Quinn. Yeah. Can can you say it's mail time really loudly? It's mail time. Did I come up? Sure did. Thanks, Quinn. Thank you. Um. So, <laughs> if you. <laughs> <laughs> it was adorable. <laughs> um, sorry, it's coming in a little. Fu- I can't. I just. It's a little. Fu- it. You break. I get. I get. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. 
Uh, so if you want to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put, mailbag in, put ultimate mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the show. Uh, we did have to cut off a little early this week just because of scheduling stuff. Sorry. Uh, Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm has started a new job, and uh, Jacob is pulling double time doing yeah. both a Christmas show and rehearsing for the very next Let's show. Next yeah. show. So if you did not get your emails in by 8 p.m. PST this past Tuesday, unfortunately, they are going to have to be read next week. I really am sorry uh, for anyone who is sending your stuff in past that because our deadline is usually later than this but i promise they will be read on next week's show uh but we did still get an email and we also got a ps from an email from last week that i wanted to read this week uh the ps comes from uh, rosalio garcia who emailed us last week um for the first time which is really cool love hearing from him uh he wanted to write in uh he writes yo pps i just heard you guys get excited about international listeners well i'm from chicago and tampa but i'm living in argentina after two and a half years in peru oh sick uh he writes i listen to you guys while cooking lomo saltado Peruvian food. Try it. Seriously, the culinary capital of the world is Lima, Peru. It changed my life to eat there. Or eating some uh, facturas and preparing paria, uh, Argentine barbecue. The phrase was... The phrase was listening to you guys on an iPod in the third world while my mother-in-law down the street has a nice house with all the amenities. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Jacob. And he was like, yeah, those third worlds. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See what I mean? Just living the high life. He he says, uh, he's like, uh, my mother-in-law down the street has a nice house with all the amenities, but my fiance and I are staying in a place that would be a little shocking to first worlders to say the least. Ha ha. But even <laughs> still, I know how some others live and count my blessings every day. So Rosalio, thank you for writing in. Jacob Thanks, will man. always look, look at you down his nose, but we welcome you. We're happy to have you, uh, listening to the show. Really do appreciate that. And then we did get an email from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Hey, Jay. Goodhart. Jacob Goodhart writes, Dear Geek Slain Podcast, at the final stretch of the Ultimate Universe, I have to say, I have to admit, I think the initial story here is a little lacking. Peter coming back from the dead to interact with Miles is a double-edged sword. It's great to see them interact, but at the same time, it sort of takes away from Miles because Peter dying is what made him be Spider-Man. However, I'm also glad that Pete and MJ get a happily ever after. First off, totally agree. I don't think we covered it yet, but him coming back does kind of lessen the impact of the death of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah. Which, again, if they had solved it with, like, it's a clone situation, would yeah. be able to retain some of that weight. Right. Um, but yes, getting the Pete and MJ driving off uh, as they split from Vin Diesel going a different road. I, I, I'll see Stop. you. Stop. It's Stop. incredible. Like, I love it so much. 
Um, oh, like Ben Riley, like Ben Riley and Mary Jane. That's who yep. it should have been. Yep. Uh, he writes. Oh, also, I was re-listening to the Invincible podcast episodes today. Thanks hey. for listening. And I'm not sure if you guys know, but there's going to be an upcoming Battle Beast comic that uh, Kirkman yes. and Otley showed off in Skybound X earlier this year. So we're getting more Invincible. No, no way! way. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah! Holy fuck yeah. me. Oh, I'm so excited. I love it. Uh, Right, so now for the question this week. Eric announced that he would be covering indie books for this month on Geek Explained. Yes, I am. I am. We are doing a month-long series called December. Uh, by the time that you are listening to this, the first episode will have already come out on Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. Uh, and we've got a bunch of great comics that we're covering this month. So stay tuned. The most recent Peter Cannon Thunderbolt? Mayhaps. The Gillen one? Mayhaps. Interesting. That's that's a good book. That's it's like, a very good one, book. That's like one Gillen book that I like. I would I would hazard <laughs> to say he hates Kieran Gillen. Um, whenever we get Kieran Gillen right. on the show, I'm just gonna let you know how much Malcolm hates you. Boy, um, I am just not gonna be on that episode. But, but <laughs> ge- genuinely, if you are a person who only reads big two comics and you're looking to get into indie comics, I think Peter Cannon Thunderbolt is perfect. Uh, if you are a person who enjoy Watchmen, yeah, especially. um, I think that you would enjoy, and specifically the Watchmen show and uh, Jeremy Irons' performance in that show, I think you would enjoy too. uh, Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. <laughs> like, and just if you enjoy good comics, read <laughs> Peter Cannon Thunderbolt, yeah, it's a pretty um, good book. So he writes, uh, made me realize that all the comics I'm really invested in are either creator-owned books or books that deal with a character that no one really cares about, i.e. Tom King's Human Target miniseries. And it made me think of how Chip Zdarsky recently explained that while he loves the character of Spider-Man, he wouldn't want to write for Amazing Spider-Man considering how much editorial controls the character in the stores. And rereading some issues from the Spencer run, sorry Malcolm, I know you weren't a fan, there's really a clear point in the story where editorial came in and said, no, you can't do that, that's not what we want. And that honestly bums me out. I understand that editors are important for comics as an industry, but I feel like they can also be their worst enemy at times. With some people like Joe Quesada and Dan DiDio making decisions that they themselves think is right for certain characters, but ultimately end up hurting or regressing the character as a result. And even recently, with C.B. Sobolski, current Spider-Man editor who is responsible for that stupid body swap story in Ultimate Spider-Man, asking a crowd at a Spider-Man panel how many people would want to see Peter and MJ married when met with cheers, simply responded with, I'm sorry, but you're not going to get what you want. And every time I see a Spider-Man comic, that's all I can think about now. <laughs> that's kind of funny, actually. He did that, that's too. Awesome. And that's, it's fucked up. That's kind of funny. C.B. Sobolski did that? He did. That's kind of uh, funny. That's the least problematic thing that he's done, though. As sure is, know. isn't it? <laughs> isn't it just? Um, Akira. I, he writes Akira. <laughs> I just feel like there's a disconnect between some, uh, between tons of these guys and their audience. And what can really be done for them to stop making these bad choices, if anything? Thanks, Jacob Goodhart. You know, it's honestly like you're right. The the mandates on specific characters like Spider-Man, like a Batman, like those kind of like money-moving characters, DC's always going to have a hand in like controlling what goes on with them. So it's it's unfortunate to to see that writers like Chip Zdarsky, who did a phenomenal, spectacular Spider-Man run, honestly, oh, a near touch. 
near perfect won't touch amazing spider-man because of the editorial restraints which is hilarious also because he's currently writing batman but i am i i'm hopeful that we will see more big risks big swings taken um and when we bring back the ultimate universe no editors are going to tell us (laughs) what we can do and can't do so Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think one of the biggest tells going back to Zdarsky Spider-Man, I think one of the biggest tells ever is that J. Jonah Jameson finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man in Spectacular Spider-Man and not yep. an amazing. And that tells you everything you need to know about what goes on with editorial. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't That's adjust. A wild fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> but resulted in one of the best moments in in Spider-Man comics. Uh several. Several, yeah. in fact. Yeah, several. you're right. But yeah, Spectacular Spider-Man number six is I mean that that whole series though is just fantastic. The whole series is the time great. travel arc. Jesus. Perfection. Oh perfection. My God. So good. So good. Thought I um, never needed it. I always, yeah. It's, it that's the thing. It's the book you didn't think you need. Yes, exactly. And then you read it, and it's. I already knew I was comforted by the fact mm. that I was like, "Oh, look at this! This is some familiar territory, and you're doing my boy. Look at my sweet boy." <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, it's it is unfortunate again what that we have to deal with stuff like this, but it's you know it comes with the territory, unfortunately, and we just gotta kind of deal with that um but thank you so much jacob for writing in uh and thank you to everyone who continues to write in each week last week we had the biggest uh book mailbag mailbag that we've ever had so thank you and once again if you want to be part of next week's mailbag uh write in to geeksplain at gmail.com put ultimate mailbag in the subject header and we'll read it here but that does it for this week next week we're diving into a brand new world, ladies and gentlemen. We are starting up just simply titled Spider-Man Volume 1. Miles is in a brand new world, and uh, it's a little different from the one that he knows. So let's go ahead and dive into the synopsis. Miles Morales is hitting the big time. Not only is he joining the Marvel Universe, but he's also a card-carrying Avenger, rubbing shoulders with the likes of Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. But how have Miles' first eight months been, coming to grips with an all-new, all-different New York? One thing is the same, non-stop action. Like when Earth's Mightiest Heroes all fall and Miles stands alone against a villain with the power to destroy the universe. Or when the Black Cat tries to get her claws in this new Spider-Man. Then there's Miles' toughest foe yet. His grandmother. But his grades might be the biggest challenge. Maybe a study session slash date with fellow Avenger Miss Marvel might help. Not likely. Don't miss the start of Miles Morales' adventures in the 616 Marvel Universe. So this is going to be Spider-Man issues 1 through 5. This is volume 1 of the brand new series. And uh, yeah, Spider-Man in a brand new world. And it's mm-hmm. going to be very interesting to see what he does as a part of the 616. Jacob, you haven't read any of that stuff, right? I don't even know what the fuck you just mentioned. In cool, the great. It just blew my mind. I'm saying, cool. it's Spider-Man Volume 1. And I was like, what about Secret Wars? Would it just... Wait, what? What's happening right now? <laughs> cool. Going from the perspective of Miles Morales. Miles Morales' grandmother. Light, all of a sudden, he's in the 616. 
cool, great. You're going to get really punched in the mouth by one specific thing next week. Jacob, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I don't, it, it was so long since I read this, so I don't remember what that is, but I cannot wait to discuss it next week. You'll know what it is, but Jacob has no context for it whatsoever. I have never so it's going to be so, really fun. Like, I have never been so mind-fucked right now. Like, <laughs> I feel like... Somebody took my brain out and just sucked the shit out of it stop and just put it sucked. right back stop, into my please head. Please stop. Please like, stop saying so sucked. Bad. Jacob, I don't know it why. is it is eleven o'clock our time. You it is entirely too late for you to be saying sucked without there being repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so tune in for that I'm next. I'm very lonely right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, We're going to let them go do that. Uh, (laughs) Tune in next week for Spider-Man Volume 1, Issues 1 through 5. Be there or be square, not a circle. Ultimate Reyes. I don't know what's going to happen. Somewhere you're out there. I feel like Ultimate Reyes, instead of circles, he's probably into like Rombi. What? Uh, I feel like Rhombuses is wrong, but like Rombi. Is correct. Like multiple rhombus. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Everybody take care. Stay safe. Thank (laughs) you. I've been for the Geeks Blade Book Club. I've been Eric Azana. I've been Malcolm Russell Nelson. Uh, I'm still Jacob Brown. (laughs) And we will see you next time. And next time I'll be 616 Malcolm Russell Nelson. Hail Hydra. That's not funny.